going on, everybody? This is your boy Pablo, aka Mr. More, aka's in HBCU. What's going on? This is another episode of the Toxicology Report. And again, you know who I'm here with, my man, my mellow. Introduce yourself, sir. It's your boy, best friend, aka the colonizer, aka the great white hope, aka the bleach cricket. And uh, you know, for those of you that don't know what the bleach cricket is, we'll have to talk about that on another episode. But um, today, I actually did some work and actually you know, did some work finally. Pablo always tells me, Oh man, find a guest, you know, somebody that wants to come on and talk, you know, and kind of keep it real. So I was actually sh- scrolling through Instagram on, I think it was like WBAL's pay- page or post or something. And I saw this person made a comment and I'm like, I want to talk to this person. So I reached out. So our special guest today is a community organizer and podcaster on the Streets Talk Network, Mr. Alfie D. So if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you got going on. Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing out there? My name is Alfie D. I'm on the Streets Talk Network, Streets Talk Podcast. Also on Sundays, we got an episode in a podcast called Sunday's Dinner. Whereas, though, you know, mm. we don't serve no food, if you know, think, look, but we do serve knowledge and we try to, you know, inform the community and things like that. Got two other guest hosts, Dr. Barber and uh, Sister So Dope. And okay. basically what we want to do is, you know, what we try to do is basically just try to, like, bridge the community. Certain information that's out there that people in the community don't, is not able to get, we try to be that bridge in between the certain information, whether it's financial literacy, uh, health, you know, health and financial literacy basically goes together one and one. You know, those things mm-hmm. like that, entertainment. So, you know, we got a you know, we got a radio station that's coming up real soon. We should be launching this week as well. Oh, nice. So you yeah. wait till I go on vacation to find a guest. Hey, you <laughs> I do what I do. <laughs> oh man. So um I was scrolling through uh, social media and I found his video. And I found it interesting because the, the answers were a little 50 50 on what's going on in the video. So, in the video, it's a man and a woman, and they're sitting there to have a conversation on a date. And he asks her how long she's been single. She said a few years. So, he said, How long is a few years? Like two, three? She's like, Yeah, about four years. He's instantly turned off. Said that's a red flag. He said, "Why are you so single for so long? How do y'all feel about that?" Go ahead, Alfie. I'll let you take that one. Yeah, guess. Go ahead. It's kind of um, yeah. I mean, could be a red flag, and then it could be another thing with the ages. Age could, could play a lot of part in it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, if she's a little older, and she says she's been. Single for five years, you know. Maybe I'm thinking it might be you. <laughs> it could be you, you know. You know, <laughs> could be controlling or something. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, hey, it's the saying. They um, what they say about pretty women, like you know, yeah, she's pretty, but it's always someone out there that can't stand her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, it could be, it could be you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, so what Alfie is trying to say is, bitch, probably crazy, <laughs> or she's either crazy, or she has an STD. 
one or the other. And it wouldn't be surprising if she had both. So by looking at the video, <laughs> she seems to look like she's in her either her late twenties or early thirties. Yep. Just by look, like, it doesn't say how old she is, but just by look, that's what it looks like. She's crazy, she or she has a penis, or she could just want to be alone. Nope, nobody wants to be alone, uh, especially at night. And maybe during the daytime, you could be alright, but at nighttime, it might be a little something different. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, she me, said, <laughs> I haven't been in a relationship in four years, but I've dated. That's uh-huh. different because that means, okay, you know, you don't want to be alone. You want some companionship. You just like coming home and sleeping alone. I'm okay. cool with that. I, I do that, yeah. you know. But if you said, hey, you've been nothing for four years. Yeah, she said crazy. Single. And he said that. He said, what you have you been doing? That's, that was the exact words out of his mouth. Like, what have you been doing for four years? And her exact words were, what you mean? Say, what you that's think right I'm doing? She's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> as soon as you say what you mean. What I've been doing? That means I'm crazy. Like, what? Why are you asking what I've been doing? Wow. She, she defensive. Hey, that's a part of it. Two, two things I asked a woman when I first met her: oh, Do you do you have do you have any stalkers? And are you crazy? Mm. So I mean, the, the, I mean, anything else right there could be a deal breaker. But I, I'm really you know with the, with the crazy part. And all the ladies that are crazy are going to say no to both those answers. Nope. That's what I'm saying. Like, so exactly. I, you're not going to find out till later. Not going to find out till <laughs> exactly. crazy kicks in. Hey, you know, I can I could take a crazy person that knows they're crazy. You know? Okay. You, you say you take pills every now and then. You know, I can understand that. I know how to take you, but if you just all of a sudden you just snap yeah. and then next thing you know you want to go make me a sandwich or something, then no, uh, I'm I'm cool. See, they have yeah, a conversation with you and then start smacking themselves like. It's okay. It's okay. I'm telling my family, if you ever leave me, I'm going to tell my family you hit me. Right. I've had them people before. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw my father went through that once. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely, yeah. I know a guy. I understand. I know a guy. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was good. I like that. That was good. So, um, Best friend, which one? Which one you want to start with? The the the, the twenty seven times. You want to start with that one? Yeah, let's start with that one. All right. So, a man fact. I don't know who said this is a man fact. I don't know why it's a man fact. I don't know how they know this is a man fact. But it says that a man must have sex twenty seven times in a month to help prevent the risk of having prostate cancer so how close are you to having prostate cancer that's we're all dead <laughs> i'm going to say send me that link so that's going to be a part of my pickup line <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need that i'm just saying you know help help a call you know help a you know wealthy brother out here gotcha 27 times yep 27 times now if you uh, think man. about that february's only got 29 days so you got to basically every day of february now i'll tell you i like it just as much as everybody else but after two three times in like either a night or a day or in a two-day period i'm like all right give me a little break for let me, give me a 24-hour no, break or something you, you get three days off that's it oh well, i'm saying 27 different fine women that might be more appealing <laughs> maybe it might be the door but and that's, what, <laughs> and that's what i tell him like Everybody's not, they're not getting the fine ones. Sometimes yeah. it's just going to have to be what it has to be. Hey, hey, God told me you, you screw ugly, you screw often. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. 
Sometimes it has to be what it has to be. <laughs> you know, and then you have women who say, I can't, I'm swollen, I'm sore, I'm this, I'm that. Like, you're trying to kill me, but they don't want to yep. hear that. Nah, of course not. Dang, we all did some dead brothers. Yeah, yeah they're trying to kill off the male now, race right now. cancer's high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, should have, we should have a month. Yeah, like maybe like how they have like October, maybe November for us. You know, they got like a testicular cancer month. Yep. We get like an upside down with exclamation point and we have it like blue, but like one little circle for like this to represent one ball or something. Hey, you, know, yo. <laughs> you know, we should have that like November. <laughs> I love so it, you man. basically have to have sex 324 days a year yep. to make that number. Out of 365 days. So you're taking off just the holidays, Martin Luther King birthday, you know, Juneteenth. You're taking off all the major holidays to get down to 324. So they probably not even married the person did that study. Nope. Right. So let's say we get to 25, 24. You know what I mean? Like, is that really like? Do you really gotta get to twenty seven? You gotta get to twenty seven. The, the study says twenty seven. Who's counting? Yeah, like who did that study? Like who was in there? Like yo, twenty seven times. Like they had they, they, somebody was in somebody's in lab having sex twenty seven times. I'm like, yep. Hey, if they He's said that number specifically, that means there's something in the hormone gene genetics that says twenty seven is that key number. 20. I wonder who with the sacrificial lamb that didn't make the 27. You know is saying? he okay? Right. <laughs> is he Where is okay? he at right now? <laughs> yeah. Can he talk about it? He probably dehydrated right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shit, I'm going to pay it. <laughs> right? See, look, see, look. Everybody just started drinking all of a sudden. See, just dehydrated. Hey, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the thought of it. See, women think they have it hard. They don't have to go through that. Yeah. Exactly. They just got this late They just go four years without nothing and just be good. <laughs> Healthy. Exactly. Play with cats. She says she said she was good for four years, and yeah. she she finally stepped off the porch and said, "Hey, I'm gonna start dating again." Well, technically, you know that could be right because how long has the roses been out? Yeah, that's about that time. Right, hey, right, uh, I think right before pandemic, hey. they came out. Yep. That's why she was so defensive. She probably didn't want to talk about the other man. Yeah, see, she got the rose. They got the hammer now. Like, yo, like they got the rose with the extendo. She's single for four years. She and you know, care. the problem is us white people can't compete with that shit, so we're already screwed. Like, Not at all. Not at all. You know, that's why like, white people get so offended when you, they try to bring a toy into the bedroom. They're like, what the fuck? Like, you know? <laughs> y'all, y'all be doing the extra wild shit, though. Y'all be like, latex, like Vacuum bags and all that. Yeah. Hey, you got to push the limits. Nah, nah, you don't have to. You do not have to. I literally, I swear to you, not. I'm telling Alfie, this is God's honest truth, hand on the Bible. I've told people before, like, look, you have to trust me. It's easier to keep you alive than to explain to the police how you died doing some kinky shit. I've told women that numerous times before. <laughs> hey, prime example, God bless the dead. Was his name David Carradine? Um, Carradine. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Hey. Yo, Alfie. Uh, yeah. Alfie. Don't co-sign that. Don't co-sign <laughs> with that man. Talking about. I'm just saying. I Ooh. swear, I can go into my phone right now and pull up text messages where I have said that in text message, giving them a disclaimer. Man, they who, don't care. Who wants the, that, that last one right there with people? You got 10 people around your body. You watching you with a, with yeah. a, with a bag around your head and, and, a, and a gag ball in your mouth. Because when David Carradine died, I was wild. 
especially when they start talking about you know they, they, how they found them. It was like, nah, not kung fu, man. man kung fu can't can go out like that. Asses. And, yeah, to a you know a punk ass string. Yeah, right. <laughs> man. Damn. Yeah. People, easy to keep you alive. Yo, you you the wild boy, bro. You probably got a swing in the house, dude. Not here, but I've had one. <laughs> that's why you. That's why you like the 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 the, the thinner women, because you know the you know. Shout out, shout out to the shout out to the fluffies. They they we don't do swings, baby. Yeah, I don't like the fluff. I don't want to say I don't like the fluffy. Yeah, yeah you don't do that. I don't want to say that. I'm just saying. Don't be in your DMs. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, it's nothing wrong with this. It's nothing wrong with fluffies, but I like the spinners. I mean. Okay. It's something about, like, it's. All right. If you, if you get if you get locked outside of your room or mm-hmm. whatever, what you use to get inside there? A little small key ring, you know, a little toothpick or anything. Something small. Right. A little, a little uh, credit card, so the small mm-hmm. things matters. I mean, I'm just saying. Nah, hey, okay. I'm just saying. Nah, they, I, need, they, I need the fluffy kick that motherfucking door down. My man up. says small thighs matter. All I'm I'll, saying is, you I'll, can do fi- the I'll fix the door. I'm saying, <laughs> break the door down. I'm saying you can do the hokey pokey. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The hokey pokey, <laughs> and you can turn yourself around. Like, oh man! I'm telling you, they were contested. Hey, they were. Hey, I'm telling you, small matters. Yeah, definitely. Um, ain't nothing wrong with the small ones, you know. Shout out to uh, you know, my my ex. She was a little thin thing. You know what I mean? You know, hundred forty, hundred thirty. Don't be kissing up to the small ones now because you know damn well. <laughs> oh, you already know. I'm, I'm team fluffy. I'm team, team fluffy. Lizzie. All day. But the fluffy is like a. It's like one of them old cars. I mean, no, that shit. That motherfucker start running. It's gonna, it's gonna run. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's gonna I, run. I, I, had, I had a grand marquis, so I already yeah. know. I, kind of like, so I already know what it is. You get that on the highway. I'm just saying. And thank you, um, best friend Lizzo. You know what it is. You know every episode <laughs> we do the same thing at the same time. How you doing? I know you got a man now. I, I ain't gonna push up on you, but I'm just gonna say, I see what you're doing out there. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not wrong with being on the bench. Hey, that's hey. all I'm saying. You know, hey. keep myself in her mind. So, just in case, you know, she do a trip to Baltimore, we on the front row. That's all I'm saying. And best friend, you better be in there singing like you never sung before, because we can get backstage. That's I'm all. I'm gonna be saying. a wingman. I'm, hey. I'm gonna have all the chicken wings she can eat for you. There you go. <laughs> nah, she vegan now. She vegan now. Okay, I'm gonna have all whatever she wants to eat. Yeah, she, she was on hot one. She was eating uh vegan strips. Doesn't sound tasty at all. <laughs> That's because you're a carnivore. That's why it doesn't sound tasty to you. <laughs> so, um, on a, a more serious note, um, there's a video going around Instagram of a man who live streamed himself moments before killing himself and his three kids. Um I didn't want to watch the video, but uh best friend sent it to me, so I ended up watching it. And he looks devastated, in pain. Like he was reaching out for help for the most part. And the help never came. And I'm an advocate for mental health, and it baffles me 
why people do not understand, especially in men, why, you know, talking to us matters. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw Alfie. Um, I didn't see that video. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, but he, he was, you can see him, his, his breaking down, like his, his mind was leaving him as he was doing the video. And then the cops didn't get the call until three minutes after everything took place. Wow. Yeah. So, um, best friend, um, I saw you sent me your comment that you put underneath the post as well. So I'll let you take the lead on this one. So this is no surprise. And, you know, I know we're on Sir Kerrigan's network and everything, but people know us from our other pod that we have, the meme of it all. Uh, We do it with um, CDOT. I know, you know, we don't cross brands, but I don't give a fuck. So, because this is a serious subject, and we talked I'm, about this about one. Say, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to say something crazy. I'm glad you said it was a serious subject. Right, because this is serious, because I've talked about this, and I've, I'm on the record on that podcast saying, mm-hmm. I used to believe people that said that they had mental illness and that they were oppressed. I used to say they were fucking weak. I used to say, look, you just did. suck it up, rub some dirt on it, move on. I was that person until a couple years ago when I started realizing, like, that shit's real. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really bothered it really bothered me when I saw this because, you know, and I see that DL just recently reposted that today too. And people were commenting on that. So the original post that I saw, there was men on that post saying this end is weak. This end is a bitch. This end is soft. That's what he gets. Like, this is exactly why men go through the shit that they do. And they can't, they feel like they can't talk to people because in the video he said, I reached out to you and you didn't even talk to me. You didn't answer. All I wanted was somebody to talk to and I wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. So this man was reaching out for help, begging for help. His girl cheated on him, you know, and the same people that are saying this N word is weak or this N word is a bitch or this N word is off. You're the same people that wouldn't answer the fucking phone. If you had a friend in that same situation calling you, saying, hey, walk me off the ledge so I don't do something crazy. So yep. fuck you and all your people and your fucking stupid-ass mother for raising you the way she did because mm-hmm. that's why men feel like they can't talk to people. That's why mm-hmm. men are committing suicide. That's why men are depressed. That's why men are going into mental hospitals and doing mm-hmm. the things that they're doing because when they try to ask for help, nobody's there for them. So that shit really like triggered me, and I had to put this long <laughs> rant under it and I don't care if people try to cancel me. They report my page. Fuck them. Because that's some serious shit. Those kids, everybody's like, I feel sorry for the kids. I do too. I have kids. My heart goes out to them. Like that kid was crying because he said, I just told my son I'm going to kill him. And that kid's in the video crying mm-hmm. because he knows my dad's about to kill me. Mm-hmm. But I feel sorry for him because this is somebody who needed help that reached out that was like, hey, you know, I called these people, I called you, I called you, like whatever the case might be. It's a sad situation and it just like boils my blood that so many people were out there just like making fun of this man. Right. And that's the thing is, you know, we was raised in the sand to say, you know, us as men and during our era, we was raised as that was being soft. Oh, mm-hmm. you go, oh, you're gonna go talk to like, mm-hmm. you know, that was and but now that you and I noticed once I start getting a little older, I would say a few years, and I'm just gonna say, be honest, a few years ago, how and I came up with the slogan as real men do cry. Because I've been in a situation where though I've just seen guys break down in tears because you know, you know, this is say 
because they didn't know if they was gonna get time, if they, you know, would they be able to come home? And when those doors locked behind them, mm-hmm. you know, a whole lot of things change. So you don't know what a person, you know, yeah, a person could be all tough or whatever. They could be on the phone or and person, but you don't know what a person goes, but you know what they go through when they go home. I didn't had a coworker that committed suicide two years ago. I didn't had a friend, and this is maybe it should be about a year now. She committed suicide, so it's it's you're starting to see a lot. Of, you know, it's not like People are just ashamed in, in our era coming up. They're going to go seek seek help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to your point, so <clears throat> I grew up in a very my, my father was an alcoholic, very abusive. You know, in and out of jail. He was in city jail for different times all over the place. And I was raised with men don't cry. Like you got beat if you cried. And yeah. I remember it sunk into me when my son was probably seven or eight. He got hurt. And I know he was hurt and he wanted to cry and he looked at me and he was just trying to hold it back because I raised him like men don't cry, boys don't cry. And that broke me right then and there. And I was like, you know what? When I saw his face, I was like, it's okay to cry. Mm -hmm. And I told him and he just started busting out like I knew I was a piece of shit for the way I did that. And I raised him like, you know, men can cry, you know, men can ask for help and do these things. And, you know, to tie that into that, another video came out yesterday of a lady running through a red light in LA killing six people because she was trying to kill herself because her man left her. Yep. I heard about that. And and people coming to her defense. Yeah. Right. So it's okay for women to go through something. People come to their defense. A man does it. And it's like, bro, you should have been tough enough. You're weak. You're soft. Yeah. Um, you know, me personally, uh, January coming up will be marked uh, the 10 year anniversary where, you know, I, I attempted suicide. So I totally get it. Like, like it's times where I felt like, you know, I couldn't talk to nobody because I didn't want to get that backlash of, you know, why are you coming to me about it? Like be a man, you know, like figure it out. Like, you know, that's what we, that's what we here for. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. It's tough on men out here, man. Um, yeah. it's very tough. Like I, I tell anybody that deals with me, like I deal with so much outside that door. Like I, I need peace coming in the house because there's so much going on out there that you have no idea that I got to suck up. I got to eat, you know, bosses looking at me crazy. People talking to you crazy. You can't even reply back because, you know, you have to provide, you know, like if you, if you say something or you act a certain way, then you you stop being the provider and yeah man like yeah. Ah, man and it's always like really you know when was the last time like somebody called you up and say how you doing not like hey how you doing no how are you doing how are you, you? right yeah, exactly we don't get that you know so i, I yeah. feel you want that like it's no one for like for you to go talk to you, you know, yeah you know, no um, and in our network you know like uh, at least once or twice a week I asked the whole collective, like, how everybody doing? Where's your Where's your mental at? Like, because I know, I know how hard it can be. I know how hard just potting is, is doing. Like, potting is strenuous by itself. You got to figure out a topic. You got to keep talking. You got to edit. All that strenuous. Then you got a regular job on top of that. I know you're going through everything. And then I know you have life outside of all of that, too. So I definitely make sure and uh, people, you need to just check on people. Like even if it's just a random, just just a random check in, just check on him. You know, I check on my best friend all the time. He tell he can tell you I check on him all the time. 
when I leave, when I leave the state, you know, I swear he's, you know, people swear like, oh, you gonna call your boyfriend, let him know you're leaving, because he, I, he need to know where I'm at at all times. I need to yeah. know where he goes at all times. You know what I mean? Like me and him built that bond. So what happened ten years ago won't ever happen again. Because when yeah. I told him what happened ten years ago, you, he was ready to fight, because I didn't come to him because I felt like I couldn't come to him. You know, so. Yes, please check on your friends. Please check on people that's not your friends, you know, and be careful who you talk to because you don't know what storm they're walking through, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, some people you take that they've been waiting for something like this. And, you exactly. Know. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's when you can't pay topics no more, bro. Hey, man, <laughs> that, really, that boiled my blood when I saw that, man. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit. You're white, black, Asian, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's just some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, I need a drink now. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, best friend, let's get to it. The reason why we're here. All right, so you know, obviously, you know, I'm I'm a big hater of like I don't like DL. You do not, and it's surprising that you actually was on his page, right? So you know, I, I believe there are certain people out in the world that are race baiters. Mm-hmm. I think DL Hughley is a race baiter. I think Sean, whatever his name is, Sean King, Sean King. I think yes. he's a piece of shit race baiter. Oh yeah. man. Um, so, you know, I'm following these squeegee kid posts because obviously all three of us are from Baltimore, Baltimore city, where all this is going down at, you know, for those that listen from out of state, we had a, you know, squeegee kids are, I don't know if you have them in your States, but we have some kids that come out on the corner with like little squeegee things. And they try to, you know, wipe your windows down for money, make some money, whatever the case might be. And, um, so there was an incident involving some squeegee kids and a gentleman where the man was shot and killed. So I try to follow it because one, you know, I want to know the, the actual story. And then two, I want to see what the, the masses are, how they're going to spin this to fit their agenda. So whether it's the white side, the black side, whatever side, like so everybody's going to spin something to fit their agenda. Mm-hmm. So as I'm doing that, that's how I called on the Alfie because Alfie commented on one of the posts. And I think it was something along the lines of, you know, I want to see the video. I want to see the whole story. I want to see the backstory, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Like me. So, and I was like, okay, like this is somebody who, you know, in 2022, we see the video of a person getting punched, but we don't see what leads up to that. And everybody wants to jump on. They want to make their assumptions. Um, So that's how I, I, got onto the Alfie train and said, Hey, you know, let me see if I can get this guy on so we can talk about this because, you know, as somebody who, you know, is trying to do things in the community and, you know, talk about it, you know, as he said, on Sunday dinners and stuff like that, you want to bring knowledge, you know, to the communities. I thought this would be a good topic. So, you know, I'd like to get Alfie, I'd like to get your opinion. You know, I know you sent the video earlier to us that, I can I can assure you that if I posted that on my Facebook right now, I have 2000 Facebook friends and none of them would have seen that video or know about that video um, that that's been out there. So, you know, I appreciate giving me that side of the view, too. Um, So if you want to, you know, give us your view and we can uh, chop this up and 
again, this is one of those things where this is an open table. You know, we just want to make sure that everything's out there. You get everybody's opinions. And us three here may not agree on everything that's said, but at the end of the day, we're going to give the people out there that are listening, uh, you know, an honest opinion of what we see in the city. Exactly. And, uh, you know, so the video that you talk about, I'm not going to really go into too, too much depth about it, but it was basically the same. It was basically what's going on now, but it wasn't, I guess, with all the violence and things that, you know, that they're saying. But it was basically saying the city councilman was trying to, with the screechy kids, trying to get them to basically be walk workers of the city. They had cars and things like that. So this is back in 1983. Fast forward now. 2022 and it's sad to say that we're still talking about squeegee kids like what have our city have done mm-hmm. from 1983 to 2022 to where so these kids shouldn't have to even at or i can see 12 10 15 or whatever but 15 17 19 years old out here standing on the corner like it's a, like you know, they even, they're not even hustling they out here on the no. corner Squeegeeing. So why? And that's you know one thing for me is like you know in that mindset, like why do we have to do that? Why is kids like? Why is no other options here? But and another fact is that even though it's not, I look at it, it's you know it's not of yeah yeah they might be intimidated because if I'm not from a certain area, if I'm not if I was never grown grew up in the in the city and I understand like the, the way things work, if I come from out of town and I see five seven black little kids, I'm just gonna say because that's what we usually see on here. And they mm-hmm. run up to my car. Oh shit! I'm scared. I'm nervous now. So now I might react in a different kind of way. Not saying this might be all the kind of ways, but this is some of the scenarios. And then when they record these things, you never seen what happened at the beginning. So then my thing is like before, you know, we can't really take sides until you see what happens. And then mm-hmm. now, okay, let's fast forward. Now we see the videos coming out now with the little kid. Uh, that's what the, you know. That's allegedly until we don't you know until he go to court and everything. Shot the young, shot the um the gentleman. So it was like, you know, he we didn't know that, you know, they saying that he retreated and all these kind of things like stuff is still coming out. So we don't know these things. So we can't really like speculate into be it. But now that you have people out here now that's just talking, oh, let's get them. Oh, they all of them bad. But you got bad people at your job. You have bad people at your job. You have might be some of these guys out here that might be actually really trying to eat. But right. we don't know these things. So that's all I'm trying to say is like we can't just all bad apples. But yeah, there's a lot of bad apples out there. But I don't know, you know, y'all, you know, I'm pretty sure all of us are around the same age, close to the same age. So you know about coming up in the 80s and the 90s and squeegee kids when they was out. And it was only yeah. on Martin Luther King Boulevard, and it was only kids from like Lexington Terrace, Murphy Holmes, and like mm-hmm. East Baltimore, which we would say, don't nobody punch me in my mouth when we was always all the little dirty kids from down the projects out there squeegeeing. And that's what things that we used to say, but it was never right. like how they like it was always known. But that was <clears> back then when we didn't have a lot of jobs or opportunities, but like now. We shouldn't have to be out here squeegeeing. These kids shouldn't have to be standing on the corner all day long out here squeegeeing. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree with it. So, you know, to your point, um, you know, and I've, I've been vocal on squeegee kids before, you know, to a point I'm like, fuck them. Like, you, you know, um, yeah. and to, you know, a lot of things you said there. So we don't know what happens, you know, but the thing that like really burns me up is, You'll have one person comment and be like, oh, if it was a white kid or only squeegee kids are black or only, you know, we should do this. Or he, he was just defending themselves because the guy had a baseball bat. Before we make those comments, we should really just sit back. And that's what I try to do. 
I try to sit back and wait a couple weeks to see the facts, you know, mm-hmm. because before when this first happened, they were like, well, he defended himself. He did this. He did that. Then the video comes out and they're saying, hey, you can see the guy was retreating to his car. And then, you know, the kids followed him, created an altercation, hit him in the head with a brick, shot him, all these other things that, you know, come out. And whether it's the truth, I haven't seen the video because they haven't released the actual video to a lot of the publics. A lot of the news people have seen it. Like if the guy got out of his car and swung a bat at somebody, I'm 100% saying, hey, defend yourself. You know, if the guy gets out, there's a confrontation is, you know, like you said, you go in certain areas and I'm white. So I'll speak from the white side of it, the Caucasian side of it. So me and my son, I grew up in West Side Shopping Center. Like I go down there. I went down there last Sunday, went to West Side Deli and got me some food. Only white person in the shopping center. I took my son with me. You ain't bring me anything. I know. So I took, to the, with those chickens. <laughs> I took him to I took him to the Orioles game sunday and you know and i'm trying to explain to him because like i have that street mentality i grew up in the streets and i'm like look you know this is this is what white people are scared of like this is i'm trying to show him like having an open mindset and i'm like you know you see this this is what happens this is why white people don't come because they're scared of this they've never been around this the white people that come from annapolis are probably scared as shit if you see two or three squeegee kids come up to your window to Alfie's point and be like, oh my God, what's going on? Lock the windows, hide your purse, whatever the case might be, because they're not used to that. You know, somebody like me, I walk by them, I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, whatever. I was at the Royal Farms on Town Road the other day. Squeegee kid came up to me at the Royal Farms. I'm like, what the hell is squeegee kid doing out here? I'm like, nah, man, I'm cool. And he's like, all right, thanks, man. No disrespect. I'm not trying to be, you know, rude, whatever. And I called him up. I was like, bro, come over for a minute. So I'm talking to him. I'm like, why are you out here? And he's like, I'm just trying to make some money. He was blind in one eye. He was like, I'm just trying to make some money, you know, trying to eat, whatever. And I'm like, you know, wait, you, you know, you got any options, you know, education, whatever. I'm trying to help him give this guy some advice. And he's like, nah, man, I'm just trying to do the right thing without getting in trouble. So I was like, hey, man, let me give you some money to help you out. I didn't even want him to wash my windows. I'm just, yeah. you know, he was respectful. He was like, hey, no disrespect. I'm not trying to whatever. You know, he was cool. He was trying to be honest. I'm trying to make some money to eat. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I gave him a card. I'm like, look, get your stuff together. Let me know. I can pull some strings in certain industries to say, hey, give this man a start. But again, there's white people out there that will jump to the conclusion all squeegee kids are bad. There's white people out there that will jump to the conclusion if a black person walks up to your car, they're going to rob you. Yeah. You know, and I try to teach my son every time I go to the city, I try to take him with me because that's where I grew up at. And I want him to say, look, don't be those people. Don't mm-hmm. just assume, um, you know, it, and it's a sad society that we're we're at the point where we have to jump the gun and be like, oh, every time there's a school shooting. Oh, we don't even have to say it must have been a white person. You know, every time there's something Betty that goes white, down, you Hashtag know, Betty white. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's crazy. Like, let's let's stop doing that. Let's try to find a solution. I literally looked into it. It cost ten thousand dollars to put your name on the mayoral ballot to be a mayor of Baltimore City. You know, I have a Baltimore City zip code, even though mm-hmm. I live in Anne Arundel County right now. Like, I thought about it because I grew up there. I want this city to thrive. But to Alfie's point, this shit's been going on since eighty three, eighty four, and they've done nothing. To help mm-hmm. these kids, they've done nothing to stop this. They've done nothing to, you know, change the culture. And instead of us saying, "Hey, it's black, it's white," let's look at the leaders and saying these leaders don't give a shit. They're stealing from us. 
We yeah. have mayors stealing from us. We have, you know, congressmen stealing from us. We have district attorneys stealing from us. Like, why are we creating that? We're letting them put us in a box where they're creating black versus white versus right versus wrong. Mm-hmm. And it Socially drives me crazy. Yeah. Socially engineered. That's what it is. Yeah. So my <laughs> I have a love hate with the squeezy kids, you know, um, like, yeah, I've, they've been around forever. Uh, you know, some like like you said, I just give them money. I don't, I don't, because be honest with you, half the time they can't even wash the window right anyway. So I just give them the money, like, yo, just go ahead about your business, be good. Um, you know, they're like, hey, OG, you know, can you help me out? You know, then like, I'll give him like a dollar. Then he was like, OG, it's, it's like three of us. We can me and my mans eat. So I didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I give him a little bit more, you know what I mean? But, um, but then there, there are legit, there are the bad ones. You know what I mean? There's, there's there's people who out there who are not doing it just to eat. You know what I mean? Like they're doing it because they see a hustle and they're gonna work that hustle and then they take it to the street mentality of, oh, you don't wanna give me no money? Like I see you got money. I see you they, I see the car you driving in, and then they get upset. I've seen that. Yeah, you know. Um matter of fact, a coworker of mine, she came to the city and she witnessed it. The person in front of her got attacked. By a squeegee kid because they didn't want to give them no money. So there are some bad apples, but it's not all of them. And I and I get what you're saying, but it, it comes to a point, you know what I mean? Like it comes to a point where the city, because we know the city's not going to help, and that's just the sad fact of it all. The city's not going to help where they need to come together. You know what I mean? They need to figure it out and because i've seen the kids who don't even take cash they have cash app yeah you know what i mean like yo like i pulled up and i was like yo i, I ain't got no money on me like let's go ahead and cash at me like squeeze squeeze boy tay you know what i mean like it's just some, like so I'm like yo like they got the mentality like you know like and that's the game back to you don't know what storm people are walking through also because that day that they're frustrated that you didn't give them five dollars, like they probably saw their mom go through something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they know that their brothers and sisters at home not eating, so you not giving them five dollars for you know squeezing triggers something. So instead of saying, "Oh, they're just angry, they're just violent," we have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like the the mental health is real, and that goes with them too. So yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it, it really falls on the city because if I'm like you're saying, if you come into the city and you got a group of kids standing on the corner wiping windows, you're looking at the city officials like, what? I mean, why? Because man, this is a conversation me and my buddies have every single day. We talk about the squeegee kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what is the mentality for them to think of it like, all right, you know, because it wasn't really, you didn't, you know, you still see them here and there, but you wasn't seeing like, for, I'm going to say like mid 2010 and stuff like that mm-hmm. coming up. Wasn't really a lot. So who was the person saying, "Come on, let's do this"? And like now, they not even like say they're not even outside on the corners hustling. They outside yeah. squeezing during the pandemic. Who was mm-hmm. outside? Nurses, women that did that doing nursing and yep. and squeegee kids. That basically was all outside. So mm-hmm. they, the city had to come up with some kind of idea or what you're going to do because you can't just go down there and say lock them all up or put them right. away because now you're going to force them back into the, into the neighborhoods 
now the ones that really might have needed it, that might have a little bit of money they was getting. Now they don't have no option now. But then but now we're talking about the same city who completely stopped parks and rec. You know what I mean? Like I've drove past like rec rec centers. There's no hoops out there. There's nothing for them to do. You know exactly. So I just got off a conversation earlier with um with a councilman today. So there with so we have what's that sixty? I think it was like sixty million dollars going to recreation and parks, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And they talked oh. about it beginning of the year. Yeah. So now they're talking about redoing all parks throughout the city. Right. So this was about a, you know, a couple of months ago. So I want to see, are they really going to do them? Or are they mm-hmm. going to pick out one or two in certain neighborhoods and say, forget it. We're not going to do no more. We did, we did that. We did what we said we was going to do. Yeah. So, I mean, what are y'all doing you know, with the money? You, you, recreation and parks is for kids. Get these kids out there. Get them do green work. work you know, right. Instead of just working during the summertime, they need to work during the wintertime as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, I hate to say it, if the squeezy kids were female, a lot of this anger and animosity would not be there. You know what I mean? Like, you go to the corner and you see a little boy with the Gatorade or the water bottles, you might think about buying one. But if you see the little eight-year-old girl, like, water bottle... You just gonna buy the water bottle, even you don't even want the water. You know what I mean? Like you, you, nat- you naturally, such consciously give to women. Yep. It, 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 all it is <laughs> funny. Uh, I shouldn't be getting over See, but funny thing is, like when you know, have people come on your show and say mm-hmm. you got a female cat. You, yep. you know, you put a female next to you know maybe to the guests or whatever, because the guy might feel more comfortable and have a better mm-hmm. conversation. So exactly. you, you give in to you know female. So to your point, yeah. Yeah. You know, and like I read a I read an article the other day. It said, "Police find dead body of blah 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 known squeegee worker." What the fuck does known squeegee worker got to do? So again, that's them fitting their we, narrative. We talked about we talked about that. Like <laughs> we hate we hate when we hit when we see like news title, black man dies or white man robbed the bank. Like man robbed the bank. Right. Why couldn't it just be the man robbed the bank? Why you have to put that that action word in there to, to trigger somebody's emotion? Like I've never looked in the obituaries and seen former Bank of America employee died today. Like <laughs> nobody does that because it doesn't matter. But now right. they're trying to anything that has the word squeegee in it, they're going to put in there to fit their agenda. Even though this kid didn't die, it had anything to do with squeegee working. They said, "Hey, known squeegee boy." <laughs> I remember they had Ed Norris on CNN some few years ago to talk about something going on here in the city. I forgot what it was. And they put at the bottom of the screen, disgrace uh, Baltimore City. Uh, right. Holy Spirit. I'm like, hold up. You got me on there. You got this government down at the bottom of the screen? Exactly. <laughs> you, know, oh, and, and, you know, and I bash him all the time. Like, I text him into his radio station all the time bashing him because he gets on the radio every morning and he says, they should lock them all up. They should put them all away. They should put police down there. They you know, you talk a lot of shit of what you would do if you were right. mayor, but yet you won't get off your pedestal to come and run to be a mayor. Like, what are you scared yeah. you're going to lose? He is. He's, he's, scared, lose he's, scared, he's scared of Baltimore City. He's scared of O'Malley. Yeah. He's, yeah. I don't think he went no more part of this. Yeah. He's going he's yeah. to... Yeah. They're going to run him out. He ain't going to yeah. be here long. So. Yeah. You see what... I mean, that's what mostly she's... Ed Newell should be the poster child of you better have all your ducks in a row here in Baltimore. Because if yep. not, 
you're going to get that. And nobody else want to, everybody else want to still keep on doing that thing. And yep. that's exactly what he said. He said, I went through it. I went to jail. He's 100% confident that Mosby's going to go to jail. Yeah. Because he did the same thing. I believe. I, I 110% believe. And is that a pun like, on Baltimore's, I believe? like i know like and that it was like baffling me when i kept seeing like all the billboards of her getting trying to get reelected. i'm like like what are you doing like in the next year or so you're not gonna be working to my point earlier you know we have dixon who was arrested and convicted got out ran and people voted for her again because they were like oh my gosh she's gonna make a difference had the She's a I fucking criminal. Campaign. She had the this I is, forgive you campaign. Right. This, but this is what we're used to. We are used to the same old norm here in Baltimore. Now, you know, not just, you know, this us as a massive, we're used to that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you're, you, if you see this person on television every single day, oh, I like that person. And now all of a sudden, you want to have, now you, you're familiar with them. And now that's what you, you don't want to look at the other person. I, I'm sorry to say, but I don't think it's going, ever going to be a radical person here in the city that really truly cares about the city that's going to be like yeah. here in office i don't believe it i can't see it if it is then hey i'll come back and i'll eat all my words but i don't see it yeah even you know kazoo you know he, he in office now he ain't doing nothing you know what i mean like that man's a joke and a half like he's more worried about picking his hair than he is like <laughs> Making policies and procedures. I didn't even think about like he do the like a And you know, like, like, and it was good when he was running. You know, young man. You know, we gonna change it. He wasn't in. He wasn't in the corruption side of it. And every time they asked him about the corruption side, he said, "That's not me. That was the former administration." But you not doing anything, or you doing the other stuff. You know what I mean? That's like, I get it. Is like this. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's a band-aid on, on a bullet wound. But yeah. I don't care about the water. You know what I mean? I don't care. My water bill going to be fine. Don't worry about the water bill. Worry about the 400 bodies we get every year. You know what I mean? Like, worry worry about, you know, the kids not doing anything, so they have to be squeezy kids. You know? Because I remember when I first moved here, they had work programs. Like legit, we was waiting in line to get jobs. You know what I mean? My first job was a Commonwealth job. I had to sit there waiting that line. Right, fourteen, and I couldn't wait to get those checks. What happened to that? You know, they got the summer programs now, and I, I just came across this guy. The same, I'm looking, and I would, I would love for y'all to look into him as well. I'll mm-hmm. send you the information, but it's called the Grow Program, okay. and what it is, he's basically taking, he's paying the kids like fifteen dollars an hour, and he's teaching them vocational training and it's a young black guy here in baltimore and he's taking the young kids from out the city and he's trying to teach him and i just came across him today i got a friend of mine that's trying to i'm trying i want to get him on the show but i think you guys should reach out to him as well because okay. it should be more light on programs like that yeah because uh, and, and nowadays a trade will get you so far you know what i mean like so me and him, what? Me, me and him argue all the time because I went to college. Yeah. He stayed home. He he instantly became a manager the moment we got out of high school. <laughs> I came home from college. I'm working at KFC for 515. He's looking at me like, you should have stayed your ass home. Like, I'm with him on this one. 
Because yeah, right. I, and, and I get and I get it because I struggled for ten years. Then I, I ended up going to trade school, and now I'm doing so much better when I could have did that right out of high school. So I mean, not all right, so I got a nice job, real nice job. All I did was went to high school. Job. I was in school to be an electrical technician. They said, hey, you know, you got to go to be apprentice, journeyman, down the road, so on, so on. This job called me and said they was going to pay me what a journeyman was going to get paid out the door. I said, forget this, this school, whatever. Fast forward, so I'm here down. And what this is a conversation. I'm sorry. Have any of y'all ever went to Bowie? Did any of y'all go? You went to Bowie? Anything? No, I, I've been up there. I, all right, I, cool. I, all right. So I, you, I, you didn't I, graduate. I, all right. So, all right. So yeah. I'm going to thank you then. So <laughs> we always say, I never do, but they say you can tell when the person go to Bowie. And I'm like, how? Why? They would come and read the sign, and the sign would go. They're like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to Bowie, but they say it's going to Washington. Mm-hmm. There's a train stops in Bowie, and that's the question we get all the time. So we start to say, like, man, their parents wasted all this money because they don't know how to read a, a, a simple sign. Like they're smart in whatever they go, whatever they do, but they don't know how to read a simple sign. I was like, my mother said, wasted. I mean, she saved a lot of money not sending me to college, but. To that point, like a lot of them were coming out and not even doing what they was going to school for. Right. And they was struggling, struggling, struggling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, was it? Did you go to school for you or for your parents? I had an uncle say, how'd you make it in the position you're in? And you never even went to college. I'm like, yeah. why are you hating? Yeah. You can even be a people person or you got your understanding of certain things can be different whereas though like look like with me like i can look at something and like i can kind of like figure out versus me reading a book and like studying for it i can watch a person and figure things out and learn that way yeah yep i went to college three friends him our friend brandon and our <laughs> and our friend jennifer all of them super successful didn't step foot in college <laughs> Hey, that's what- and I'm I'm sitting over here serving chicken and niggas. <laughs> like, I mean, to eat like to each his own. I love you know. I I wouldn't. I don't think I probably would have lasted in college. I went with my buddy last week to drop his stepson off down Merlin, and I don't think I would have made it. I don't think yeah. I would have made it. Tyler. It's too many women. I'm sorry, and too then you dorms and, and and parties. We mm-hmm. stayed up. We stayed up copping yeah. <laughs> with, with those. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my. So I probably I have eighty two kids right now. Yeah, you exactly. definitely would. You definitely would. Especially during that time, you can find somebody. You might get 27 times a month. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. You could. You could. You could. So, yeah. But, yeah. But, 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 you know, you talk about with the city, but I just really believe that I don't know. They don't think they really care about us. They don't. They really, I don't really don't because you wouldn't have us living like this every, we ride down bumpy roads every single day. You taxing us. Over taxes, and I only want to saw about the taxing part, but you know, they've been working on the roads for a good 20 years, and ain't nothing getting fixed. Yep, so to that point, so what happens if the the tourist industry in Baltimore stops? Mm. The city's going to shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. it's stopping now because look, look at in the harbor that was the that was the the cream of the crop. That's the that's everything. Look at the in the harbor, it's it's yeah. rats and stuff, right? It's, it's, it's a ghost yeah. thing. So when when I took my son and we're going to the Ravens game tomorrow night, we went to the we went to the Orioles Sunday. So we're driving down 295. 295 is the main road to get into the city for tourist things. If you don't live in the city for the Ravens games, Orioles game, 295 is a disaster. One lane closed, potholes yep. everywhere. As soon as you get off on 295 in Russell, you got a homeless camp on the left. 
Yep. You go up to Martin Luther King Boulevard. If you go from Martin Luther King Boulevard to the end, all the way up to Maryland Avenue, all you see is homeless people in the middle of the road living, you know, yep. tents, bags, whatever. That, like, that, was, that was a thing, too. They gave them they gave them tents instead of, you know, stop being homeless. Like, oh, no. You, you instead still of a homeless. job or some type yeah. of program, then, hey, take this tent, live in our main tourist area where people mm-hmm. got to walk by you and they're going to be scared. Nobody wants to come into the city. I told my son that. I'm like, look, this is why white people don't want to come. And I'm just giving them the white perception because I can't give him the black perception. I can't say, hey, this is what it's like to be a black man. This is why black people don't do this or that. I can say, look, this is why people from Annapolis and Crofton and D.C. don't want to come to Baltimore because they get here and they're like, oh, my God, there's two homeless people standing next to me. What do I do? Is he going to rock? Like, No. Yeah. Yeah. And. Shit, I feel like they were not ride up and down North Avenue. Did you just, right. just ride up and down North Avenue? Just look from side to side. Look at the houses. Yep. Just, yep. just look like it, it looked like you maybe got ten people. You saw from east to west, and like maybe yep. ten people live on North Avenue. They keep it's, the houses. They keep the houses boarded up. They keep the roads bad. Like no one want to be there. It's starting know? to look like Detroit. I yeah, mean, and we don't need to look like Detroit. Like shout out to Detroit, but we don't need to look like y'all. Y'all got that. Y'all, y'all can hold on to all that. But yeah, um, yeah like it's, it's, it's stupid, man. Like I don't. We we keep electing the same people inside. Let's keep yep. doing the same thing. All a part of the same regime. All a yep. part of the same regime. You, it's you, all you're doing is removing one person, but the same person. It's like it's like the Belichick beef me um, offense. They yep. run the same the same thing. Take out. Because people don't know, people don't care about the local elections. You know what I mean? No. All they care about is the president. You know, that's it. The president, vice president, that's it. We don't care about the senators, none of that. Like, so they just get in. You know, like, oh, I remember him. Boom, we gonna we gonna keep them in there. Oh, he's still there. Yep, we'll keep them in there. They don't like if best friend ran for mayor right now. I'm like, who who is he? You know, who is he? If he had but the yet same they'll keep some piece of shit was there. like Elijah Cummins, who does shit for the city, they'll keep him in there because his name's been on that ballot for 30 years, and they'll be like, Oh, I'm gonna pick him. He's not yeah. done shit. But he's, he's, he's a legacy. But yeah, that's 64 million dollars that came through yeah. Maryland, and we didn't see nothing. We came through Baltimore through the office, we didn't see nothing. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like they'll fix everything around the city. Everything around the city gets good shit. Anything from all right, so you see John Hopkins and yep. university is growing. They, they both take it over. John Hopkins, they that, downtown that's whole thing in itself. Downtown used to be this big. Mm-hmm. Downtown, how did downtown grow? It's yep. all we're East Baltimore, we're West Baltimore now. But anything around it, they get anything. You ride down, you come from down to all right, so you ride two ninety five, best yep. friend. So you comes down, and I don't know how far you come, but you notice when you get to Jessup, it started to get a little bit bumpier. Yeah, but yep. coming one one set one ninety seven and all that like it's smooth yep. up in there until you come from off of fifty and then you get on to two ninety five. But it's smooth mm-hmm. all along. Then you start getting to the city, it's yep. bumpy, it's bumpy, it's man, it's like it's, yeah, it's I, like I remember man. going to the harbor when we was kids, man. Like that was a thing. Like they stopped that too. Yep. Like I, you know, I was telling my son, I was like, I swear the county fixes roads just to spend the money because the roads out by. The schools, I'm like, yeah. this road just got fixed. Nothing wrong with it. Now they're out fixing it again. I'm like, mm-hmm. instead of putting the money somewhere else, they're just like, oh, let's just spend it on the road just to spend it so we can say we yeah. spent it. 
Yep. The road and doesn't then, need to be fixed. Because if you spend it, then they're like, okay, they used it, so we gotta give them some more. Yeah, you know? and, and that's all, and that's what and to your point, and I think that's what they're doing with the squeegee kids now. Now, how you think you're gonna get federal dollars to come here to the city? We have a crisis yep. here. We got these kids out here mm-hmm. on the road, and people, you know, the tourists, we want to get something to relocate them. Yeah, now all this that's it's all about getting that federal dollar, getting more money. This is you no know, government is a company, right? Because you remember before when the, the tourists stopped coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think it was like four or five years ago. The tourists just stopped coming. Like, we're not coming here. People are not safe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right, no. Freddie Gray. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, no. We fixing all this. Curfews. Da, 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 da. This, that, and the third. They're going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to put they're gonna put a towel over over, over the milk. I'm like, oh, y'all stay over there. Don't even worry about it. Yep. Like on the wire. This yep. is going to be Amsterdam. Y'all can go walk yep, exactly. all you want. Up there on Emerson Avenue. Yep. <laughs> don't come, don't come down no the all y'all want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, squeegee kids, if you watch this, yo, leave one squeegee at the gas station, please. Yeah. <laughs> don't take all the damn squeegees, man. Give me give me one. <laughs> sure. I mean, we gotta still, I mean, uh, we allegedly we gotta at least get one by mistake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you come in handy during the winter time. Right. right. Like, <laughs> they take them all. Like, good yeah. gracious. But you right. know, and that goes with uh the dirt bike kids. It's the same shit. Like nothing different. It just remixes it. You know what I mean? They just take one set of youth, put them over here, like the dirt bike kids. Okay, we're not gonna build you a dirt bike park because that's just stupid. Why would you build a dirt bike park for kids who ride dirt bikes? Then <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> Squeegee kids. Oh, we're not gonna give them jobs. That's just dumb. Like, why are we gonna spend our money to help them out? Like, Baltimore need to get it together. Just put the squeegee kids in the dirt bike park and let them wipe off the front of the dirt bikes. Yo, or give the squeegee kids a car wash. Like, yo, give the car wash for y'all. All all these city, all these city vehicles they have. They have a lot of city vehicles. Give them jobs to wash these city vehicles. If y'all there listening. I just gave y'all an idea. Give them jobs to watch all go. these vehicles. Every municipal vehicle in the city, because they dirty too. Have them wash those. Exactly. Problem let solved. Them keep their money. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. Hey, that's all I'm saying. You got to have to. You can't go up there and take them up the corner until you get come with a, with some right. kind of plan. That's all exactly. it is. And you know, and, like, and nobody want to have a plan. That's it. Is. That's what it, it is. Exactly. And you take the money out of somebody else's pocket. Now they're looking at you weird. Yep. Yeah, it's it's no it's no money in fixing things. It's no money nah. in fixing. It. It's no it's no money in the cure, like Chris Rock yeah. said. <laughs> exactly, There's no money in the cure. So why should they cure it? They've been going on for since, like, say, 83, 84. So why nope. why cure it now? Now you just got yeah. more Fox forty five is just putting more light on it, but mm-hmm. they you know they still doing a little bit of social engineering too because mm-hmm. with this, all you see is squeegee and dirt bikes. You don't see nothing else that's nope. going on in here in the city. Yo, it's yeah. so it's so many things going on right now. So many things, festivals and, that, and the whole nine. No one's talk about any of that. I mean, so. you know, at least something good. I mean, I I don't I want to at least see something happen. Remember back when the news they used to have a little thing, a little segment, but about an animal. It's something something mm-hmm. ha- a happy segment. I don't even see happy right. segments anymore. Right. Nope. You know, you said look forward to that puppy on on the news on on Fridays right. or whatever. So we don't even get that no more. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Best friend, go ahead, uh, do your thing, sir. So Alfie is new to this. So every episode, Alfie, what we do is um, a lot of the followers will 
message me a question. So I call it, we call it the sack question. So I reach into my sack and I pull out a question. And a lot of times I try to make it, you know, the most crazy, whatever question possible. And I actually had two questions this week. Well, I have multiple more than that, but the two that I pulled, and I think I'm not going to talk about the one that I wanted to. Um, That's a more fun topic, whatever. But I did have one that says, and it ties into what we talked about today. So again, female follower wants to know what is a good way to leave a relationship when you believe that the relationship is over, there's nothing there emotionally anymore, but you're just content being with each other. And I think that ties into the the topics we talked about earlier about people, you know, the guy killed himself over a relationship, the lady killed herself over a relationship. So I guess, you know, this would be a perfect time. And I think these things, and for the followers out there, I think these things, sometimes these questions come in for a reason. So we talked about those topics. Mm-hmm. I already had my questions picked out. We talked about those topics and they kind of tie into each other hand in hand. Sometimes Pablo will bring up a topic out of the blue. And then I'm like, damn, you must have read my my inbox because that ties directly into the question that I had for tonight. So I think this is perfect timing for that. So that's yeah, a good question. Go ahead, go ahead Alfie. You go that's first. That's a good question. Because like with my mindset now, I'm thinking I'm the only child. So I'm used to you know, I came in by myself, you know, I'm fine, I'm good. I, you know, I got two dogs. So I look at things where though I'm not, if a per- you can't make a person stay. You can't force nobody. If a person don't want to be with you, you don't want to be happy yet, you're going to be hurt. It's like a bad day, just snatch it off, just leave. Yeah. Just leave. And uh, I just, but I don't, I don't know about being friends afterwards, especially if you, you know, if you, if you have to ask this question, that means you really care about this person, you feel for that person. If You, you shouldn't be friends. Because they ain't gonna do nothing but make things a lot worse by being friends. Just have a mutual break, a respectful break. It's gonna hurt, but you'll get over it. Mm. You'll get over it. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth the stress, the losing the head, getting gray head, and you know, drinking and all that kind of stuff. Just say fuck it. Mm. All right. Uh First and foremost, best friend, tell your ex-wife, stop writing into you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was going to use that as an example when I go. <laughs> tell her, tell her she's free now. She's out, okay? Tell her she ain't got right to you no more. Um, yeah, man, I'm with Alfie, man. Just just go. Um, just get, get the fuck on, man. Like, um, no, I tell, like I tell my female friends all the time. I was like, when he at work, just leave. They take all your shit and leave. You know what I mean? Like, because if he's there, he's going to try to convince you to stay. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't need none of that. Just get all your shit, and get the fuck on. You know, build a plan, get an escape plan in, in mind, and just get the fuck out. You know, because mm-hmm. some people can't help you. You know what I mean? You might reach out to your friend, like, yo, I need a place to stay. They're like, nah, you know, because you did some bullshit with him. And, you know, now they, they remember all the bullshit, like, yeah, girl, da 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 da, you know, and, they're like, nah, we ain't fucking with you or him. So you stay over there. So get your escape plan for yourself and get the fuck on. And words from Pablo, get the, get the fuck on. <laughs> right, so, so as always, I'm going to go against these two guys. Of course you are. Um, because, again, we've all, I, I would assume a lot of people, us three guys, I'm sure we've all been in a relationship like that. So for me, what I my opinion on it is, it's easy to say, 
just leave, just get up, just say, fuck it, I'm done and leave. So I was married, as Pablo said, you know, divorced. And we were separated for the longest time. We, you know, for me, it was, I knew it had to get official. I knew it had to go through the court system. I knew we had to get divorced. But I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to go through that process. I don't want to, I don't want to go through that, the drama, the stress, the, all the things that come with it, the finality of it, I guess. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, I can't do this mentally every day. I can't, my, I can't watch my kids suffer. I can't see them go through the pain. So in my mind, I'm like, I need to do it. But on the other end is like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to, I don't want to do the work. I don't want to, you know, hurt them anymore. I don't want to, you know, put more stress on them, whatever the case might be, you know, so it's not, I, in my opinion, it's not as easy to make that call, even though I was in a bad situation where it would have been, anybody could have just said cut and dry, done. Your life would be so much better today. It drug on for the longest time. Right. You know, <laughs> and um, I, I allowed it to drag on because I was like, you know, it's not as easy mentally, emotionally, all those things that's involved, especially you're living together. If you have a kid, if you have bills and you're like, I got to separate this, I got to separate that. There's a lot involved in it and it takes a lot of mental toughness. And this ties right back into the things that we talked about earlier with people killing themselves and doing things because it's not as easy, you know, growing up, I'll ask both you guys, like I was in relationships where when I was 13 or 14, we broke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't live without her. She's the only one. If I can't have her, like I'm never going to whatever. And then you get another girlfriend a year later and you're like, man, who is that girl? Like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. I posted you know? the other day. It's like, remember that person you thought you couldn't live without? Look at Look you, at you now. Yeah. <laughs> that was you know? 10 years ago. Yep. So, you know, and it's one of those things I, where that still applies to adults. Like there's times yeah. mentally when, you know, you like, oh, I can't live without that person or I don't want to do this. I don't want to hurt that. I, whatever the case might be. So my opinion is to you is, you know, yes, you have to you have to get that mental toughness. Um, but until you get that, you're never going to be able to make that decision. So you have to you have to get that up. You can't listen to anybody else. You can't say you if they say leave now. It's not up to them. It has to be right for you mentally for you to be able to do that and leave. I said that. Hold up. You're not going to get. I said that. <laughs> not, like, like Pablo said, you didn't let me finish. I was going to say like Pablo said, you're going to wind up right back where you were, and he's going to con you, or she's going to con you. You're going to be right yep. back over there the next day. You know what I did was, um, and I would recommend this to people. I wrote a letter of everything that I hated that she did or she hurt me with or whatever, you put that on your dresser. And when you wake up, you're like, oh, I want to text her. I miss her, whatever. You look at that and it's going to change your mind. It's going to help build that toughness because you're going to say- That's the white people shit. All these things. That's the white people shit. Don't do that. White, black, whatever. Whatever helps your mental to where you're not out here killing little kids and yourself, do what you got to do. I'm going to take it another route. The best way to get over somebody is with somebody. It's on top of somebody. Yeah, hey, because they got my co my, my co-host came up with this thing called PNC, post nut clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once you once you afterwards, now you're thinking better. Oh, I miss her. Let's go out there and get somebody else. Yeah, yeah. after you get that 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 frustration out, you you gonna forget all about that person. I agree. Yeah. And so just I don't mind. You sit around, you're gonna be thinking about it, but. It took for all of us, you know, like you said, we had to go through that stuff to get that mental toughness. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure all of us have been out, you know, we've been out there like keep sweat. 
you know, once a time, oh, yeah. twice in our lives. So we had to oh, go yeah. through that toughness. Yeah. Hey, so, shit. I've been, 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 been in many of bars with my man. Like, he's hey, he yeah. telling me, yo, just, just just keep moving, bro. Don't even worry about it, bro. Don't even worry about it. Like, that shit. I'm still yeah, DM DMing um, Nia Long and letting her know how I feel about her and how she hey. with, with a Celtic fan, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hurting. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Irv Gotti in a minute. <laughs> hey, don't be, don't be like Irv Gotti. <laughs> you ever oh, tell about the love relationship that we I thought we had? <laughs> Bruh, that man there, like how you married and you worry about what she doing over there, bro. <laughs> Man, yeah, hey Lizzo, you know what it is. Don't even worry about it, baby. It's all good. Don't even worry about it. All right. I see you. I see you losing a little weight too, baby. Don't don't do that to yourself. Stay 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 like stay stay healthy, baby. Don't even worry about it. So, but uh, yeah, man, this this was a goodie. Yeah, this, this was a goodie. This is I ain't gonna say my favorite because I had a couple of friends on here, but. This my this my favorite. I'm just I'm gonna say, Rosa. I love you, but man, how you gonna say Rosa, man? <laughs> Her millions of followers, and then right. But now nah, this was a goodie, man. This was a real goodie. Uh, Alfie, appreciate you for uh, coming on here, man. And uh, appreciate it, best friend. Man, you did a good job out. reaching out. I appreciate you did a good job, best friend. Man. So Alfie, let the people know. Uh, where they can find you, you know, where they can, you know, and all that good stuff, man. The, the floor is yours. Take as long as you want, man. Uh, like I say, um, y- y'all can check me out on YouTube, Streets Talk Podcast, Streets Talk Network. That's that's Streets with a Z at the end. So you can check them out. Uh, we also got Streets Talk Network Radio coming up. It should be launching this Friday. So we're going to be all different type of content on there. We're going to have music, local artists, music. You know, we're going to have um. You know, like certain little things, like for you know, for the last time on radio station, I did you know for Martin Luther King birthday, I played mm-hmm. up all Martin Luther King speeches. You know, okay. so we do we try to do a little bit of every you know a little bit of everything on there. But I'm, I'm guaranteed it's gonna be you gonna be able to jam to our station. Um, yeah, you, you got you got room for uh, a, a toxic podcast. I got room by hey, bring it. You got hey. room for it. Okay, hey, bring it. You hear that, hey. best friend? You on the uh, radio, hey, baby? It's out there. It's out there. Hey. Hey, when they get it set up, we can come back. We can, you know, do a little meet. We can talk about it. But yeah, right. you know, I got you. Yo, but, uh, yeah, I'm bringing bring the white man in the suit. You know, you got to I mean, I, I knew you're official now. <laughs> you brought the lawyer. Yeah, All right. <laughs> exactly. And like I said, we got this. Uh, we got Sunday dinner. We, our Sunday dinner podcast will be coming back on the 21st. We got a, a special guest coming in to do a, a you know a little performance, first live performance that we're going to have on the show. So. You'd be sticking around looking out for that. So, and that's pretty much what I got going on right now. And, you know, still trying to make a little bit of noise here in the city, trying to get these playgrounds going on in our city. Nice. Still working on that. Been trying, you know, doing, doing that since 2017. So, you know, we just trying to, you know, just trying to put the light of fire on these uh, city officials. Oh, that just brought me to my head, like, how we used to have, like, the, uh, the kickball games during the summertime, like the adult kickball games and all that, man. Shit, yeah, man, we, 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 yeah, yeah, we gonna talk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want in on that. I want, I want to bring that back, man. I, I'm, yeah. I want in. So. Yeah, and, you know, so we working on it. So you know, we got some things coming up. You know, in Emerson Village area. So just you know, keep it out, I, and I'll keep you out. I guess I go up the hill. I, I guess <laughs> I go up the hill. Hey, we, hey, it's coming down there too. We got, I got okay. a festival. I'm working. It's, it's um, I'm working with um, the community down at Urbanton, uh festival coming up. I think it's. I, I'm sorry if I got the date wrong, but I think it's the twentieth. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's the twentieth, and they have okay. the festival up there, the church up there on Frederick Avenue. All right, so know where is you that? guys are stopping, you know, I'm stopping through it as well. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely stop too. That, that's the old stomping grounds. So, all right, uh, best friend, any, any last words for the folks? Yeah, I don't care if you're what male, female, black, white, Asian, you know, whatever. Like, if you need to talk to somebody, find somebody. There's numbers. I think the new national number is like. 811 or something like that now for suicide uh, or 988 I believe it is 988 whatever the case might be like google that shit like you have google like it'll give you a number that you can talk to somebody for free no obligation these people are not going to judge you they're not going to like call the police unless you're saying hey I'm going to kill myself and these people right now like find somebody to talk to like reach out dm me hit my inbox whatever the case might be like I work a legit like white people's job where like I'm whatever but i will stop and say fuck them all day long and i'll take a call or message or whatever like i'll help somebody out because like we need people to do that shit yeah that's what we're here for that's what we're here on earth for you know Mm -hmm. help out one another yep um yeah and the number is 988 and uh i'm gonna say is uh you know i'd rather hear uh what's on your mind and read your your obituary so uh we're gonna end it on that note um as we do about this time, you know, in the Vadius we trust. Be safe, stay toxic, and we out. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>